0: Oh monster. Yep. Welcome to Stargazing, a Stargate Gazing podcast. I'm your host, Kathy.
1: And I'm your other host, Mary.
0: And each week we discuss an episode of Stargate beginning with Stargate SG1. Hello.
1: Hello. All the phalanges crossed. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs>
1: I appreciate that. Hoping, hoping this is all good. Well, it sounds good so far. Okay. So you borrowed a computer to try to solve all the technical difficulties we've had? Yep. I have done updates and restarted too, which, I mean, it's supposed to do them automatically, but they happened right before we started recording. So I don't know when the last time (laughs) was that they'd been done. I'm assuming that they've been doing themselves like they're supposed to, because they automatically started today when I was (laughs) getting ready to record. So I'm like, oh okay yeah i would hope so
0: yeah Yeah. so we'll see we'll see how this goes yay yay yay
1: yeah so how are you doing i am good coconuts barking at stuff probably a dog walking by (laughs) Hi, coconut i don't really have to worry about the echo in here anymore because my office is just packed full of boxes (laughs) (laughs) just literally wall-to-wall boxes so it is no longer an echo chamber uh, it's just a anxiety-inducing mess instead. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> I love a good mess. <laughs> right? Yeah, who doesn't love a good anxiety-inducing yeah. mess, right? Yeah. I joined an orchestra this week, Yay. so that's fun. But then that's also anxiety-inducing, because I haven't played in an orchestra in forever, and I'm very rusty. It's going to be great. That's been yeah. my week. Boxes uh boxes dogs orchestra i don't know why she's did you audition thankfully they did not make me audition which i was really hoping they wouldn't because this is an orchestra i used to belong to a long time ago so otherwise if they'd made me audition they probably would have been like you suck no (laughs) but i snuck in (laughs) under the wire
0: (laughs) that's all good do you have specific performances that you will be doing
1: Yeah, there's one in May that we're preparing for now. And we're still working on getting out of the apartment, too. Most of our stuff is out of there, because like I said, my room here is full of boxes, and we did have the movers come, but there's still some residual stuff that hadn't been packed yet, or that was fragile, and stuff that we didn't have the movers move, so. Yeah. 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 Neat. Yeah. How's things with you?
0: They're going okay. I left work today, and forgot my coat. Realized huh. partway through my walk to my car, and I was like, I'm not going back for that. That's annoying. I don't need my coat. It's winter, but
1: it's not real winter, so it doesn't matter. No. It's definitely a fake winter, this yeah. winter. We had three days of actual winter, and we missed it because we were in <laughs> California. Jeff and I missed it because we were in California. Yeah. So It's fine. Although it was like 14 degrees Fahrenheit when we got back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I bought I bought a trap bar. And nice. I like a super cheap one, because I was like, let me see how this goes. I don't need a quality one right now. And then I got some plates. Excellent. But I was over at our friend Colin's house on Saturday, uh-huh. and they got delivered while I was there. And when I got home, it was almost midnight and my brother was asleep. So I didn't want to open the garage door and put the boxes in there because opening the garage door shakes the whole house. So I put them in my car. And they're still in my car. Oh, no. Every morning when I go to my car, I'm like, I should take these out. But I don't have time because I have to go to work. And then I go to work with the plates in my car. And then I come home, get out of my car, and forget they're there until the next morning. So that's my life.
1: That's really irritating. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a thing that I would do. I... Have definitely driven around with just boxes of stuff in my car or whatever, like literal broken down boxes <laughs> that I wanted to drop off in the dumpster. And no, nope. they just stayed in my car. Just like, I hate it. As you. soon as they're out of sight, it's <laughs> exactly <laughs> they don't exist anymore. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I miss
0: deadlifting. That's why I did this. Nice. I want to deadlift very. nice. I want to deadlift more than like just the hand weights I have. Yeah.
1: I like deadlifting, but all I have is dumbbells, which are not great for deadlifts. Yeah. Well, I have purged on buying a weight machine, because yeah. I'm like, you know what? If I buy this, then I'm going to actually spend less in a year on this big machine than I would on a gym membership. So, Hell yeah. So I bought a machine. Uh, did finally get around to building it after it was here at the house for a few. We actually tried to buy it two years ago during the <laughs> pandemic, and it was on back order forever. Of so we course. finally just canceled the order. <laughs> And then when we got the house, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to finally get that stupid machine. So I got the machine. It was sitting downstairs for weeks. And then I finally put it together. And have I used it yet? No, of course I'll not. will get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm also carrying boxes around the house and unpacking things and moving True. stuff. So that's a decent workout. Yeah. I have no
0: such... Yeah. Decent workout happening. I just <laughs> need to clear out my space. I like do this all out of order, but as soon as something gets stuck in my head, I need to move on it. Oh yeah, I'm so I, like wife. bought these things, but I don't have a space for them yet because I haven't cleared out my garage and my basement properly yet.
1: Kick out your brother. He's fine by now. Oh right? yeah,
0: they will be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's totally fine. Reclaim that room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: think I want to do the weights on the second floor. I guess it's the only floor, but anyway there. That's all that's going on with me. It's very mundane. You
1: know who else is doing a lot of heavy lifting in this episode? Who's doing a lot of heavy lifting? Sam! She is! Moving a lot of rocks around from here to there.
0: She is. And a certain Elliot who cannot move himself
1: around. Right. Yeah. So she's moving a person as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about stargate
0: sg1 season 5 episode 16 (laughs) i'm like uh i can't help you i'm just trying to navigate (laughs) back to my notes
1: (laughs) which i should have done before i started (laughs) yeah you'd think i would have known but no whatever last stand Apparently, Amazon Prime has already brought it back, Whoa! but it's in the original 4x3 aspect ratio, and it's not remastered. It's been edited for length like it was when it initially aired, huh. and it's missing two episodes for some reason. That's so weird. Yeah. One of them was Threshold, which was season five, episode two, which we've already oh. covered. That was the one where Teal'c had been brainwashed, and we got Tilk's whole backstory. Right. That was Threshold The other one is season eight, episode one, which is the first half of a (laughs) two-parter and helps to set up the entire Stargate Atlantis series. So that's an important one to be missing. (laughs) That's so odd. Why? Right? Yeah, it's very weird. But yeah. So if anybody's anybody's watching along with us as we go, it is back on Amazon, just in in an inferior form. That's ridiculous. I'm just going to stick with the DVDs. For now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially because I don't want to be missing an episode. No. <laughs> or missing various scenes since they were edited for length. Jeez Louise. Yeah, right? Weird. Bananas. Anyway, this episode starts with another recap. Yay. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> There's a summit, and they need someone who speaks fluent hagfish to administer a poison. The poison for <laughs> hagfish. The poison chosen especially to kill hagfish. Hagfish is poison. That poison? that poison <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, was <hoping. laughs> I was hoping you'd do that just don't push that button too soon <laughs> Daniel is now Jaren Lantash is still alive but then the whole Toker tunnel collapses on them all the surface is swarming with Jaffa look it's Osiris Elliot's picked up a hitchhiker how does Jacob even know who Sarah is and also turns out Osiris does recognize Daniel after all <laughs> good job
0: thanks We pick up right where we left off in the last episode with Osiris confronting Daniel about being there. Daniel's like, me? I'm not doing anything. She's got her knife at his throat. And she threatens to kill him if he doesn't tell her his plans. Daniel grabs her hand that has the knife in it and pricks her with the ring he still has. Which apparently has leftover
1: chemical in it. Right? Convenient that he was still wearing it and that it had more than one dose in yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Suddenly she doesn't remember where she is or who he is. I'm confused about this chemical, but that's okay.
1: It's whatever you need <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: <to say. laughs> I just keep thinking about Daniel's using it to fake out you and Osiris. Yeah. But why why doesn't you just like
1: does he then believe everything everyone tells him? No, I think it's only meant to make you think that the person that is using the chemical is somebody else. That's so weirdly specific. Yeah. Anyway.
0: It is oddly specific,
1: <laughs> but that's the way that they used it in the episode with Tyler. True. It only affected people's yeah view of Tyler, not anything just else. Weird. Seemingly, anyway. That just yeah. it is weird. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Daniel covers, though. He's like, "Uh, you're in Lord Yu's quarters, and I'm his servant, and you've got the wrong room, and seem confused. She turns to leave, and he stops her to ask about her weapon that she shouldn't have, and she's like, shut the fuck up, or I will kill you. (laughs) And she leaves. Daniel hurries back on to his communicator to talk to Jacob and let him know that... He was able to drug osiris jacob's like why didn't you just release the poison and jacob it is because that would be boring instead daniel says it's because he would have killed sarah and he needs to try to save her jacob though talks him out of that and says that there's a bigger picture and you need to kill all these gold
1: because she's one person the needs of the many etc It reminded me of the whole thing that you'll probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but Avengers Infinity War. Did you see that one? I did. Okay. Yeah. So when everybody's almost got the Infinity Gauntlet off of Thanos, but then because Quill is pissed that Gamora died, he jumps on Thanos and ruins everything. I wanted to beat the crap out of him when he did that. Yeah, right? Jesus, dude. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Sorry if that's a spoiler for anybody. (laughs) The, that movie's been also, out for. If you haven't how seen many, it, go yeah. watch it. And that movie, yeah, the movie's been out forever. So what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then there's credits. Yes. And then after credits, there's some gliders flying around. Jack, Tilk, Sam, and Elliot are all hanging around. Apparently, they're not in the lab anymore, which is where I thought they were, because Elliot tells Jack and Tilk that they need to go to the lab to get some. Tokra crystals so that they can build new pathways to get themselves out of there. Jack and Teal are gonna go look for those crystals, and maybe a Tokra communicator as well if they can find it. Meanwhile, Sam and Elliot are gonna hang out right where they are. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the space station, the summit is continuing. Osiris is blah blah blahing about weakness befalling the system lords and things crumbling and Gould or suckers and they need to make sure that they're convincing everybody of their supremacy but the system lords are doing a bad job of that and all that kind of crap i did notice that her teeth are very very white they're almost as nice as martooth's although not quite as sparkling and perfect <laughs> as his are but since both the gould and the tokra seem to have very, very good teeth, it made me wonder what kind of dental plan (laughs) the hagfish provide for them. And if there's no dental plan and the hagfish are doing this all on their own, I was wondering if the hagfish just really like nice teeth because, like we were talking about before, they don't have their own teeth. So they just put a little extra effort into the the teeth bits. Maybe. Maybe. Of course, they also don't have their own, like, you know, hands and legs (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) That's (laughs) true. But I wasn't thinking about that. (laughs) I'm trying
0: to connect their flashing eyes with flashing teeth, and
1: it's not quite there, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, good teeth all around. Yeah. Bal reminds Osiris that she has no official seat there, so Osiris wants there to be a vote that Anubis, whom she represents, should be given a seat back on the council of system lords. He had been banned a long time ago, and then because everyone thought he was dead, they just kind of stopped thinking about it. The only one that was around in those days when he was still around was you, and you is very opposed to allowing Anubis back on the board. As this entire conversation is going on, we see Daniel quietly putting the poison back away that he was just ready to release because of the revelation that Anubis is still out there. And so, of course, if he were to kill everybody in the room here, then Anubis would get everything. And that would be bad. So I could call yes, Daniel. agreed. Jack and
0: Teal'c have made their way to the lab again. Jack notes that the bodies have been removed already. Did someone zat them a few times? I don't know. That's a good question. Did they move the body or did they zat them? I don't know.
1: Zatting would make sense, Right. Right? It would also make sense that they were zadding all of these rocks that they needed to move out of the way, but they didn't do that either. True. We have seen them use the three shots to get rid of inanimate objects before.
0: But not this time. This time they're here for crystals.
1: (laughs) This time Sam's gotta move them all by hand. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Otherwise they'll use the crystals. Not all of them. (laughs) Just a bunch of them.
0: They find the crystals and grab some, but some Jaffa show up. But, yeah, so they have a little a little firefight.
1: That's about it. On the ship, Daniel calls back to Jacob, who is upset to learn that Daniel didn't release the poison yet, but agrees when he's given more information that that was the right call. Jacob is also surprised to learn that Anubis is not dead, and a bit dismayed to hear that he wants to rejoin the system lords now. He wants to know why now would be the right time for that because it's apparently been thousands of years since he was last a member of the system lords the only thing that they can guess is that it just took him a really long time to get a strong enough army together to really be taken seriously
0: yeah you know you need a few you need a few centuries to lick your wounds and whatnot yeah yeah
1: right exactly it took the killing of a few of the other system lords to kind of give him that opening and the armies jacob is very displeased, though, because apparently Anubis was the worst of all of them. I feel like they say that about every single new system lord that they announce, how he's so much worse or she's so much yeah. worse than any of the other ones. The worst one to ever. And, But no, for reals this time, everybody, it's not the guy that was Satan. <laughs> it's not Hathor or Nirti or Baal or anybody else. The worst guy of all is Anubis. Even by gould standards.
0: Yeah, and I just kind of wanted to know what kind of crimes were so unspeakable that the Gowolds really? banished him? Because, yeah, they do a lot of bad things. And, right, it gets so much worse and grosser in this episode. It sure does, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know exactly what you're referring to. And, yeah. So I just, I just yep. can't, at this point, picture what could be that terrible to them no i have no idea maybe he was like guys let's make friends with the tokra
1: <laughs> and they were like you're they, out yeah. hey, get <laughs> the fuck out of here yeah long story short jacob tells daniel he's gotta stay to get more information so no poison info instead All right. just don't push that button by mistake yes <laughs>
0: Sam and Elliot are hanging out where they were left waiting on Jack and Teal'c. Sam asks Elliot how he's doing and he says it's strange to have this new hagfish inside him and he can hear his thoughts sometimes but he does say that Lantash is still using all of his strength to try to save him. There's more noise crashes around them, not quite on them at the moment. Things are shaking, but nothing's falling. Elliot's like, I can't believe I'm going to die on my first mission. Sam tries to give him a pep talk, but he's like, yeah, no. And she's like, okay, then you know what you were signing up for and you were strong and you can do this. So she's still trying to pep him, but just in a different way. Yeah unfortunately then in the middle of this the ceiling does collapse some more fortunately it does not land on them but now they're trapped the tunnel back toward where jack and teal went is now blocked sucks for them
1: finally we're back with Zapakna again and his smug face his first prime comes up to tell him about all the dead bodies they found so that's good times But rather than paying attention to what he was saying, I was more distracted by the symbol on his forehead. And is that a wheelbarrow? I don't know. (laughs) Whose sigil is a wheelbarrow? I didn't look. And I was wondering if this guy was pissed because instead of having like a cool bird or a (laughs) serpent or something, he gets a damn wheelbarrow on his head. I'd be mad. Maybe he likes wheelbarrows. (laughs) <laughs> I mean I do too. I actually have an antique one that I use True. as a decoration, but I wouldn't want it tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Long story short, there are still a few survivors that are free, so Zapakna, of course, is not happy to hear about that. He wants the Jaffa to continue searching for those survivors. Back in the tunnel where the ceiling
0: collapsed and trapped Sam and Elliot more than they even were before, Sam is trying to move all of those broken crystals out
1: of the way. Yep. She's not doing a very good job of it because she's kind of just moving them from one place to another and not actually moving them away <laughs> from any blocked exit. Yeah. Maybe she's just like, well, I'm bored, so I'm just going to do something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe she's just kind of working out. She's like, well, what else yes. am I going to do? Too many of them to unbury ourselves, so I'll just get a good workout in.
0: <laughs> Elliot takes this opportunity while she's busting her ass to
1: tell her that Lantash loves her. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Elliot dies. Yeah. His knees. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, okay. So Elliot's going to fall in love with her too, and that means he has to dry- yeah, die yeah. tragically. Sam sort of tries to deflect and was like,
0: Oh, you know, I carried Martouf's meat, and Martouf and I were good friends. And he's like, No, no, he loves you as much as he loved Jill and our.
1: Who'd you say? Who? Who'd you
0: what? would you Did I say Martouf? Oops. Oh, f- you did. <laughs> <You're laughs> I don't right. know who that is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Landtooth? No.
1: <laughs> yes, I will love it. <laughs>
0: Lantash loves you as much as he loved Jolinar, and he's sorry about Martooth's death, and he doesn't want you to feel responsible for it. I thought it was kind of weird. Right? Yeah. Especially because I could see Martooth, but in every interaction, almost all of them, I would say,
1: we never see her interact directly with Lantash. So... Right. (sighs) And I was under the impression that it was Martooth that was in love with her and that Lantash would have been more in love with the hagfish that Jolinar had. And that, like, you know, together they loved the other two together, but that it was more hagfish loving hagfish and person loving person, but then person having affection for hagfish and hagfish having affection for person. That's how I thought they explained it anyway. Yeah. When they were talking about it. Before. Anyway,
0: since there is no Jolinar, I guess Lintash just loves Sam.
1: Like Martooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. And that's about that scene. <sighs> yeah. And here I was wondering why they didn't just zap all the Yeah, but here we are. Up on the uh, space station, Daniel's walking around. And he finds a big giant urn that is completely covered in hagfish. I was wondering if that was the equivalent to when people used to adorn furniture and various decorations with a bunch of creepy cherub faces? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, I guess that these are like the juvenile forms. I don't know. That's what I was thinking, though. (laughs) Actually, specifically thinking of the haunting with all of the like the weird creepy baby and kid faces that are carved in all of the furniture Uh, in that movie. I don't think I saw that. So... (laughs) You wouldn't no. like it cuz it's a horror movie. It's terrible, <laughs> but I love it. I don't know why cuz it's really a bad movie, but I love it. Burn the house down.
0: Come on, let's burn it down right now. That's right. You got to love <laughs> bad movies. Let's uh, just just, just yep. do. I don't know.
1: Yep. yep. Most of them anyway. Yep. Anyway, he opens the lid on yep. the thing and there's a bunch of actual hagfish swimming around in it. And it glows.
0: And, you know, Then he just knocks it over and murders all the hagfish because (laughs) I was
1: actually kind of surprised he he didn't do that for sure would have given away his uh, identity, though. I suppose. Pretend it's an accident. Oops, I was just mopping the floor and I Mm. knocked into it. The gold would still murder him over it. It's true. Down with Sam and Elliot, Jack radios over to Sam, who tells him that they are now fully trapped in the tunnel where they left them. Elliot tries to describe which crystal to use because apparently Jack and Teal'c are back and he tells them which crystal to use. It's the square one, but Teal'c's like they are all square.
0: Why was he using two-dimensional descriptions?
1: That is a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Cube or rectangular, buddy? Which one? Yeah. Anyway... Tilk makes an educated guess, and he does choose the right one. They are able to get in and save Sam and Elliot just in the nick of time, because they were starting to run out of oxygen in there. They did not find a communicator, so I don't know why we're even bothering to talk about it. There are Jaffa troops swarming the tunnels that are going to be looking for them, so they need to get the heck out of there. Elliot tells them to seal the tunnel behind them as they go. Tilk stays behind for a second and uses his staff weapon to fire on it. With all of the technology that they have, is that really the best way to collapse a tunnel? Risk it falling down on your head, but I guess, I guess, yes, that is the best way to do it. I suppose. Yeah.
0: At the gold station.
1: I still keep wanting to call it DS9. <laughs> We can just go with it. We're not We're the kind.
0: old station DS9. <laughs> Osiris has come to visit you. Me? Yes, you. Ooh. You are you. Ooh. There's. I'm very powerful. No
1: other you but you. <laughs> I... <laughs> now you're just quoting jerks. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only you that ever.
0: <laughs> Daniel's in the background making tea and spying. Like you do. Yes, like you do. She's just there to make a special plea specifically to you on Anubis's behalf because you seems to be the
1: holdout who remembers how terrible Anubis was and doesn't want him yeah. back. That seems to be my impression. Yeah. It doesn't seem like anybody else has any issues with letting him back. Yeah. She argues that lately there's been a lot
0: of dissent and disbelief among the Jaffa that didn't used to be there. Plus, they've still got the Tok'ra spying on them and sabotaging them here and there. And now we've got these assholes on Earth. So we got some problems, and we need to take care of that. (laughs) She hones in a bit specifically on the Tauri. You says that they are protected with the Asgard Treaty. But Osiris is like Anubis isn't a system lord. That treaty doesn't pertain. So if you let him in, Anubis is gonna destroy Earth. That gets Daniel's attention.
1: Stupid Earth. Oh no, God!
0: Always ruining things.
1: Earth had it coming. Yeah. Wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. Oh no. <laughs> In the tunnels, Tilk, Elliot, Sam, and Jack are wandering around. Why they're not making a tunnel that will angle them up towards the surface, I don't know. I guess there's still probably a lot of Jaffa up there, but they're just basically going <laughs> further and further underground, running out of water, and trying to stay away from the underground Jaffa instead of dealing with the above-ground <laughs> Jaffa. Tilk thinks that they're probably looking for something. Sam guesses it's probably the poison. That poison. (laughs) That poison. (laughs) (laughs) Which, of course, they can't let them have. Elliot says that if it comes down to it, they're going to have to destroy the crystal that contains that formula. Jack's like, yeah, they'll stop looking eventually. But apparently they're surrounding the Stargate at the moment. So even if they stop looking, SG-1, makeshift SG-1 that is assembled here, is going to have no way off the planet. They're basically going to just keep wandering aimlessly
0: (laughs) i guess (laughs) yeah it just seemed like at the end there they were like we have all these problems and then jack's like let's keep going and i was like one problem at a time that's
1: right yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah and of course they can't talk to daniel and jacob because they weren't able to find the Toker device so they're stuck boo up on ds9
0: we're just gonna run with it <laughs> daniel is again getting some alone time so he can radio to jacob he informs jacob that the Gauld are going to vote on accepting anubis and that he has a plan to attack earth daniel wants to know why jacob thinks the Gwauld are allowing their slaves to hear all of this <laughs> jacob says he's not sure and they suspected they were gonna kill all the slaves
1: at the end of the summit. <laughs> Nice of them to warn him of that in advance. Yes,
0: Daniel is not pleased about this, but Jacob's like, you are going to kill them all first,
1: so... <laughs> if you'd just done your job, exactly. Daniel. Exactly. Although I guess then they would be screwed because Anubis would have everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But since he's not doing that anymore, Daniel lets Jacob know there's a lot of uh, symbiotes living in that symbiote-looking container. Maybe they're going to... Give all the slaves a hagfish at the end of it. Yay! Yay. Jacob tells Daniel to get the hell out of there, but Daniel's not ready for that. He's going to go do more spying and promises not
1: to get caught. Elsewhere, where all the system lords are meeting, they are going to take a vote on whether or not to allow Anubis back into the system lords. He asks everybody to vote. They all just slightly nod their head. Apparently that's good enough for assent, Except for you, who shakes his head. And then Ball says, well, it doesn't matter anyway, because it doesn't need to be unanimous, which <laughs> makes the entire last scene where Osiris and you were talking pretty pointless. Yeah. I guess they established that they're going to destroy Earth, mm. maybe. But she was only offering that to you, though, so I don't know if they're still going to go <laughs> through with that plan. Anyway... Anubis is going to be a system lord again.
0: Woo! Yay, I'm a llama again!
1: Wait. Yeah. Ball says, may we rule forever. Okay. But first... First, Kathy. What? Oh, God. First, it's time for the ritual. And the creepy-ass bowl full of hagfish with hagfish carvings on it that may or may not be meant to represent the hagfish version of Cherub, creepy faces, no, is ringed in, all the system lords get up, they take the lid off, they fish around in there literally until they all have a hagfish, and then they all put it in two hands and take a big bite out of the center it was so gross. of the hagfish, and it was disgusting. So yeah, they're uh, nomming themselves some hagfish babies. <sighs> It was quite gross, and Daniel looked very disgusted, yes. as did some of the other slaves that were present. Yeah. Also, does this count as cannibalism? I would imagine it should. If the human bodies yeah. are eating Wauud. We'll I would zibio- think it would still count as cannibalism. Yes, because they're the ones that are in control of the human For body. For sure, so. in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Riffs. gross. Very gross. I bet they taste like slime and poop, because that's basically what hagfish are made of. Yay. Ew. (laughs) Very.
0: In the tunnels, SG-1 at the moment continues their escaping. Since it seems like there are no Jaffa following them, they're going to try to head to the surface using a crystal. Finally. Elliot tells them to pick the diamond one. And there's a moment where Jack and Teal'c both look confused. They're both puzzling over (laughs) the crystals. (laughs) It was very silly. While they're looking for the right crystal, Sam and Elliot are having a talk about the signal that is warding people away from the Tok'ra planet. Sam wants to know if they can reprogram it to signal Jacob. Elliot says it's possible. However... These devices are 25 miles from the gate, which is far. That's quite far. They cannot take Elliot that far. There's no fucking way. (laughs) But they're going to try. They're going to at least start by getting the hell out of the ground. They tunnel
1: up to the surface. On DS9? Daniel makes the seemingly ill-advised decision to have a secret conversation with another slave about the system lords behind their back. I had no idea why he felt safe doing this. Yeah, no, this was crazy. Even you didn't want him doing this. Yeah, right. This was stupid. So he's talking to the slave of Baal basically saying how do we know we can trust these guys what if they kill us at the end of this or what if they give us hagfish instead and the slave is like that would be amazing (laughs) daniel had even asked at one point can i trust you to keep a secret that this conversation's just going to be between us why would he trust this guy for that it makes no damn sense not no Anyway, long story short, Daniel's trying to get information from the slave about what the plan might be. He's worried that they're all going to be killed when this is done because he's not sure that you would trust him. And the slave's like, well, why wouldn't your master trust you? <laughs> for obvious reasons, because, you know, he's here doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. But the slave of Baal has no concerns for his own safety and is now happy that he might be getting his own hagfish, if Daniel's theory is right. Hypothesis, yeah.
0: A little later, I guess, the system lords are meeting again. They're uh, talking about how unhappy they are that Anubis has been attacking all of them.
1: Then why'd they all vote to lend him back yes. in, instead
0: of yeah. banding together to defeat him? Which is also Osiris's point. Ball says he's regained power so quickly it's worthy of respect. Okay, this is why you're all terrible. The system lords want to know what they get out of Anubis rejoining them. Why
1: wouldn't they ask that before the vote? I don't know.
0: After? <laughs> it's so weird. It's a very bad strategy. Yeah. They want Anubis to prove his worth after they've already let him back in the club. Osiris then announces with glee, almost, that they're in the middle of killing all the Tok'ra right now. Woo. Yay!
1: That's news to Daniel and also bad news for Daniel. SG1 makes it to the surface. There are gliders all over the place. And they've got 25 miles to go in that direction. <laughs> Jack points. It's apparently really bad terrain, too. Sam says, with this terrain, I figure we can make a mile every 15 minutes. That's actually a really fast pace, I though. call that, I yeah, bullshit, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> four miles an hour is a very brisk walking pace that you would be able to do on, like, a flat even road with no variation in terrain and, uh, in a hike you can expect to do a mile in 30 yeah, minutes and not carrying minutes. a man who's mostly dead and and- i was gonna <laughs> yes i was gonna say if you add in the body that you're <laughs> carrying too that's gonna slow you down a bit as well as like all of the gear that i'm sure you're yeah. carrying so they're gonna be lucky to make it a mile every half an hour instead of well, every 15 although, minutes like so you know, so. that made no they sense make,
0: what 10k tracks 10 mile tracks like all day long so maybe they, yeah, they're they super true. fast who knows yeah
1: i guess so maybe they have those new shoes they're uh i forget what they're called they're like a pair of prototype shoes where like you essentially walk but they make you walk faster because there's like wheels in them <laughs> yeah they're weird um let me see if i could figure out interesting what they're called. oh they're actually just called moonwalkers but they're not like the crappy ass moon shoes that <laughs> were around in the 90s they <laughs> Are kind of like glorified roller skates, but you basically just walk in them instead of skating in them. I'm not probably explaining them very well, but they're the world's fastest shoes by Shift Robotics, according to their Kickstarter page. Anyway, maybe that's how they're going so fast. Maybe over terrain. Yeah, Yeah. over terrain, (laughs) which it doesn't look like those things are meant to be used on. (laughs) Maybe they're running. They might be running. Maybe You could run four miles an hour. Carrying another person carrying another person and then 25 miles that's just a little shy of a marathon (laughs) all right guys anyway (laughs) anyway moving on yeah (laughs) daniel and jacob are back up in space jacob wants to know what is going on i don't know where daniel is but he's somewhere talking to jacob on the communicator daniel tells jacob that anubis knows the location of the tokra base and is supposedly attacking it right now Jacob tells Daniel to get to the shield generator to shut it down so that he can come and get Daniel out of there. But Daniel says, no, he's got a new plan, so forget that. Instead, Daniel is going to steal use cargo ship. Jacob wants to know why. I was also wondering that because it didn't seem to make any sense, but apparently he's going to try to use it to take Osiris with him. Jacob reminds Daniel that the chemical weapon that he is still carrying around could be the only way to stop the attack on Ravana. so be careful with that or use it or something. I don't know. But Daniel wants to find Osiris still because not only does he want to save Sarah, but he also hopes that Osiris can lead them to Anubis and that then the Tok'ra can save Sarah. Jacob does have the good point of how are you going to fly the ship. Daniel's like, I've flown a mothership, so I can fly at that cargo ship (laughs) totally yeah what could go wrong nothing it's gonna go great yeah i'm fly i'm pilot yeah
0: elsewhere on ds9 you is walking along and encounters ball's slave who moves to the side and lowers his head Yu stops to ask him where jaren is and the slave says he has not seen him But then he also takes a moment to add, I'm so sorry to do this. You probably shouldn't believe me because you know we're not on the same side. But your new Lotar cannot be trusted, and you Yeah.
1: Holy crap. Who would have thought that this dude would betray Daniel? Shocking. Right? So
0: shocking. And you apparently immediately believes it and walks off, so he's going to find Daniel
1: down on you's cargo ship Osiris walks in for reasons I think Daniel lured her
0: there I think he like said that you wanted to see her did he okay
1: she walks in there's nobody there and then Daniel hits a button to lock her in but then you is also there and they have a bit of a fight after he hits Daniel he opens the doors to let Osiris out and she immediately <laughs> stabs him <laughs> Oops. then Daniel and Osiris have a fight (laughs) she says that it's unfortunate that you could not trust his slave and that each was mortally wounded in the fight as the slave attempted to kill his master obviously she's planning on killing Daniel and then blaming them for killing each Mm -hmm. other Daniel calls to Sarah and that actually makes Osiris pause for a second you comes back from wherever he was grabs Osiris they fight over the dagger And then Daniel just pieces out of there in a little pod. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he failed all around at everything. He failed at rescuing Sarah, and he didn't release any poison. He accomplished no goals. (laughs) Nope. Good job, Daniel. Meanwhile, outside, Jacob is in a cargo ship. He sees the pod, tells Daniel it better be him. Daniel confirms it is, so Jacob's on his way to go get him.
0: Woo! On the planet, they're... Walking along, carrying Elliot. Clearly not running. Not at four miles Clearly an hour. not. There's no way. <laughs>
1: Clearly not maintaining a four mile an hour clip.
0: Elliot stops Sam because he wants to make sure she knows how to reprogram the sensor. So he knows his end is coming. Motherfucker. Right? I was pissed. Yep. Jacob manages to catch Daniel's pod. <laughs> I liked when it's loaded <laughs> on the ship, it just
1: boom, falls over. Yeah. I was hoping for Daniel's sake that there were some inertial dampeners in that thing because otherwise there for sure were no cushions. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Can't imagine he could use his arms very well to cushion the fall either. so
0: <laughs> yeah. Daniel lets Jacob know what led to him fleeing and that he still got the poison. That poison? That poison. They are uh, heading on over to the Tokra planet to try to find anyone who might have survived. Daniel is going to take the time
1: to let Jacob know that the gold are gross cannibals.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: On Ravana, they have made it to a sensor already. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> It's been, what, like an hour? What
0: is even happening? I don't know. I, I think time is passing faster than we think in this
1: episode. <laughs> Apparently, if they've made it 25 miles on rough terrain, that should have taken days <laughs> to get there. Anyway, they made it. Yep. So good for them. <laughs> then we're with Zapakna again and his first prime with the wheelbarrow head. The first prime tells Zapakna that a cargo ship exited hyperspace, but then cloaked immediately. So Zapakna wants to send out some gliders to try to hunt it down, and then asks about the survivors, meaning SG-1, of course, and anybody else that might still be alive with them. He is very angry to find out that they still have not been found. Zipakna says if you don't find the formula, don't bother to return. Come back with your shield. Or on
0: it. (laughs) Sounds like a good deal to me. Right?
1: Seriously. It's off the hook yeah. now.
0: What was Zapagna playing with in this?
1: Like he's Oh I have like, no idea he just had
0: his attention like in his hands on some thing and I didn't know what it was.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. I was too distracted by the wheelbarrow tattoo <laughs> on his forehead. <laughs> Trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> not we, not Zapagna's but yeah. the Jifaz forehead. Yeah.
0: We just see different things.
1: All right. What right. Yeah. Know? <laughs> I was looking at the shiny gold yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jacob and Daniel have arrived, which we just learned anyway from Zapakna's people. They have picked up the signal that says, stay the fuck away because everyone's dead. <laughs> On the surface, Sam has reprogrammed the sensor. Jack wants to know how they know it will work. And Sam says, I guess if someone comes to rescue us. I mean, they could have just made it two miles
1: away. Yeah, right? I would have had no issues with what's happening 25 <laughs> is insane. But 25 miles and making it seem like they made it there in just like a couple hours, if that is insane. Maybe tokra yeah. miles are different from human miles. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> be. Didn't think of that. I would hope that the tokra would be using metric, but here we yeah. are.
0: Yeah. Jacob and Daniel, get this new signal that's an SOS so they know for sure it's from humans. Woo. So they head on in, but there's problems. Oops. They've got some Jaffa ships on
1: their tail. They end up getting hit and crash land. Very convenient that they crash land right in front of <laughs> <laughs> makeshift su one <Yeah. laughs> Like right in front of them, but not so close that they hurt any of them. No, no. The group joins up. Tilk asks if Jacob and Daniel are injured. They're fine. But, of course, the transport's not going anywhere anytime soon. Everyone all around says that everyone's doing okay. Everyone looks worse than they are. There's cuts and bruises and bleeding. And the only one who's doing as bad as he looks is, unfortunately, Elliot. They tell Daniel about Lantash and that whole deal. Jacob says they might be able to save the cargo ship, but not in enough time before all the Jaffa are going to be there. There's no way out through the Stargate. Daniel reminds everybody that they still have the poison, that poison. (laughs) That poison? That poison. Yes, that poison! But of course, it's not going to spread all the way from where they are to the Stargate, which is like, I don't know, 30 miles away now? (laughs) They didn't say if it was in the opposite direction from where this sensor thing is or not. So it could be somewhere between 20 and 30 miles from where they currently are. They need to figure out a way to get it to the gate to kill everybody over there. Jacob, of course, says that that's suicide. Because the Jafar are going to shoot anybody on sight, and obviously they can't give it to Tilk or Jacob because then, even if they were shot, they, you know, the poison would also kill them. So they're going to leave it with Elliot. Elliot has the suggestion. Jack asks what could that's going to do and says that if they leave and hide, eventually the Jafar are going to find him. And he'll say that he knows the formula and they're going to take him to the gate. Tilk agrees with that assessment. He says that he'll be taken to the base camp first, and then the gate before being sent aboard a mothership. That's the plan. Lantash comes out for a second just to confirm that there's really no saving Elliot at this point. He says that there's nothing that he can do to save the host body, and that he's not doing so well himself, so really there's no hope for them anyway, so they might as well go on this literal suicide mission since there's no surviving anyway. Elliot comes back out and reiterates that it doesn't make any sense for any of them to risk their lives to administer the poison when he's going to be dying anyway. They give him the poison. Elliot tells them to go. He also tells Sam that Lantash is happy now because Lantash got the chance to say that he loves her. And Sam's like, fun. Thanks. (laughs) So they go. That's pretty much it. There's a Jaffa horn in the distance. We see Elliot putting the poison in his pocket. And then we hear Jaffa footsteps in the distance as well. And the episode is over.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we don't know what happens. This could be the very last episode of the series.
1: It could. They all, they could all die. We don't know for sure whether or not they survive this despite the plan. They might not. Kathy, did you like the episode? It's extremely
0: colored by the fact that I'm pissed that Elliot dies. Yeah. (laughs) All of the things I like about episodes, it was like, you know, it was an interesting, intriguing, exciting, high stakes sort of situation,
1: which was all good. But I'm so mad about Elliot. (laughs) Right? Yes, I was pissed too. They gave him an entire episode of his own to introduce him and establish his worth as a character Yeah. Only to then kill him. Yeah, I was angry Why
0: didn't they put the guy who gets shot all the time in here and kill him off? Right? God. Yeah, that would have made more sense. God damn it. (laughs) Seriously. Also, like, with them on this, like, aren't they going to search him? Yeah. (sighs) Anyway. I think I mostly liked it, but this whole Elliot thing just makes me really mad.
1: Yeah. Also, it was a kind of dumb plan (laughs) to just assume that, well, yeah, eventually they're going to take him to the gate. Yeah. Instead of just, like, killing him and leaving him on the planet or something. I guess
0: they just really didn't have any other choice in how to get the hell
1: out of there. I guess. They- I mean, I know that they said that they wouldn't kill Elliot because he was going to tell them that he knew where the formula was, but how would they know that they wouldn't just keep him there on the planet and torture him or yeah. whatever while they continued the search? I don't
0: know. If he lets the poison out, they all die. I'm just trying to think yeah. of a scenario where he gets... Ringed up and put in a sarcophagus, and we see him again. (laughs) Which is also yeah, which is also possible. You don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But I I think Zepakna would cut his losses if a bunch of his Jaffa all of a sudden just dropped dead. He'd be like, "Fuck, I gotta get out of here."
1: Yeah, probably. (laughs) Or maybe he'd be vengeful and then would want Elliot so that he could keep putting him in a sarcophagus to then torture him to death and. Continue. Is
0: there a point where you're so injured that not even a sarcophagus could save you? Actually, well, no, I mean, because, because sarcophagus can yeah, bring Daniel people back. The dead. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. Sorry. Shari died. Daniel moment. died. Yeah.
1: They. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, the, yeah. Many people have been brought back yeah. from the full on dead, not just mostly dead, <laughs> yes. but full dead.
0: <laughs> what were your feelings on this episode?
1: Yeah, pretty much the same. <laughs> I enjoyed some of it. Some of it just seemed kind of stupid i actually did like the last episode better which is weird because you know normally you would like the resolution to a two-part episode better than the first half but i did like the first half better this one just seemed to get kind of convoluted and (laughs) annoying and then yeah the fact that they killed off elliot i'm sure colored my opinion on the whole thing right rawr indeed what's next next we are watching
0: stargate sg1 season five episode 17 fail safe ah. mm. the booklet says an asteroid hurdles towards earth sg1 Ooh. uses an abandoned Gwauled ship as a launch pad for a mega bomb okay it's armageddon that's designed to explode the rock before <laughs> impact but when sgc loses the ship's signal it's feared that the team is dead and earth is in devastating peril oh so that's when you put the the oil drillers up there instead. exactly
1: it's fine. Everything
0: will be fine. Nothing yep, yep. can go wrong. Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck, they got this. Right now, I need to hear five words from you. I'll never do that again.
1: Yeah, totally. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> as always, thanks for listening. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe so that you can get our episodes as soon as they come out every Wednesday. Likes and reviews are very much appreciated to help people find this show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Instagram and Mastodon. Mastodon, we are stargazing at something. <laughs> world, <laughs> I forget. I don't have Some- it. Uh, yeah, at Mastodon. Stargazing at Mastodon dot world, I believe is correct. Yeah, I think you should just be able to search for us on there and find it. But I don't oh, know. Like so I said last time, still don't it's get it. Complicated- One day I'll figure it out. Ish. It is. <laughs> You can also email us at stargazing at gmail.com or send us messages through our website, which is stargazing.space. If you're feeling generous, you can head on over to patreon.com and help support the show financially, patreon.com slash stargazing. I'm Mary. I'm Kathy. And you've been listening to Stargazing. The end. The end. Coconuts. I have no idea what she's barking at. The cl- the curtains are drawn too, so like there shouldn't be anything for her to be watching to <laughs> be barking at. I think she's just sulking because she wanted to go out and play in the backyard and I was like, "No, I have to go record." And so oh. now I think she's just mad because she's an idiot. Woof <laughs> woof. So, I might be dealing with dog barking until Jeff gets okay. home from cleaning the apartment and packing the apartment. <laughs>